Welcome to the Kitchen Table Theology Podcast, where Pastor Jeff Cranston, along with our host, Jen Denton, will discuss biblical theology in an understandable way. You'll discover how to apply biblical truth to your life. Thanks for joining us at the table. Let's get started. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to Kitchen Table Theology. I'm your host, Jen Denton, along with Pastor Jeff Cranston. We're systematically discerning what the Scripture teaches regarding what a lot of us believe to be hard-to-understand and out-of-reach biblical topics. We're starting to wrap up this latest season of our podcast, which has been focusing on the person of God. If you missed any, we definitely invite you to go back and listen to any or all of those previous podcasts. On today's podcast, we'll keep that going as we talk and learn about the faithfulness of God. And Pastor Jeff, speaking of God's faithfulness, you've got some exciting news to share with us today. I do. Uh, Kitchen Table Theologians, we want to say thank you for listening and becoming a part of this little podcast family. We're celebrating two things with this podcast. The first is, this is our 25th podcast, and they said it wasn't going to (laughs) last, and we've made it. And we are really humbled by the fact that two episodes ago, two podcasts ago, we crossed the threshold of over 5,000 downloads so far. And we have just been blown away by that Mm. and thankful to God for His faithfulness, for your faithfulness as a listener, faithful in your uh, being with us, and very grateful that we have found an audience that, that, uh, you know, again, you're part of this Kitchen Table Theology family. You know, Jen, in in March of 2020, I asked you to consider doing this with me and being a vital part of this podcast. Um, You had some podcast experience before, and I needed someone who knew a little bit about it or at least was comfortable enough to do it. And at least you could, you know, somebody that could fake their way through it. And I think you and I have done that fairly well. (laughs) Some Um, days better than others. (laughs) I'm just wondering, you know, um, what's been the... um, What's been the takeaway for you as a result of being part of this? So much. You know, so many people have said, hey, are you enjoying it? And I said, yes, because every time I learn so much, so much every time we sit down to chat. And I think it may just be because my short-term memory is about all I can rely on (laughs) these days, if that. But our last podcast on grace is probably one of my favorite ones. You know, I am one of those people that named my daughter after the the all-encompassing grace of God. So, you know, anytime we get to talk on on that attribute of God, it's always a great thing. So, you know, and that added to the just sheer joy and delight and just, you know, sitting sitting in the aura of light oh that just, you know, circles around he who is you, Pastor Jeff Cranston. You need to stop now. This this isn't even scripted, folks. This is, this is just from the heart right now. Oh, my goodness. But in all honesty and sincerity, this is really resonating with a lot of people. And it's been just so fun to see that we have listeners from all around the United States, but then also... Ireland and England and Australia, as far away as Malaysia. I know. Hey, shout out to Malaysia. Malaysia. Hey, Malaysia. Malaysia? (laughs) And as a way to celebrate and say thank you to all of you, our dear listeners, you are so dear to us. We've got some prizes coming your way. If you send Pastor Jeff gifts, they're not prizes. What's the difference between a gift and a prize? We're not doing a contest here. We're just giving. 
Oh, we're just giving. Okay, well, excuse me. It's Gifts. Gra- it's grace. To our dear listeners. Oh, goodness. Call Do you see prizes. what I put up with? Matter. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, if you send Pastor Jeff a message via email to Pastor Jeff at lowcountrycc.org or to Instagram at Pastor Jeff Cranston, then you will automatically get. Oh, first of all, we should tell them in the message they need to put the number 25. Yeah, since this is our 25th podcast, if you email me at pastorjeff at lowcountrycc.org, and just in the subject line, you put in the number 25, or you um, Instagram me Instagram me on message, mm-hmm. message me on Instagram. Yeah, that works too. Just with the number 25. And your email. And your email. Mm-hmm. So we have a way to get back in touch with you. What happens? You will get... Either the gift or a prize, depending on how you define it, of it's a both. digital copy. It's both. A digital copy of Pastor Jeff's new book, Your Greatest Adventure. And you will be entered to win. There's the prize. See, you were See, right all I along. Was I was wrong. I know. I'm, right, I'm not going to rub it in. Okay. You will also be entered to win a brand new, like brand new, brand new kitchen table theology coffee mug. Only one of you wins the coffee mug. So, right. yeah. Yeah. Random. We'll we'll pick one out of the hat of the 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 tens of responses. Could be five thousand. It you could be five thousand. You, you never know. know. <laughs> you don't know. But we want to do that, and we just want to thank you for listening. Thank you for asking questions mm-hmm. and supporting this, and your encouragement along the way. So let's dive into today's topic. I don't even know. Have you even said any? Have we even mentioned it yet? I don't remember. Our faithful listeners will remember. Oh, see? Ah, see that segue. Our faithful listeners will remember that today's podcast is about faithfulness. The faithfulness of God, that is. And Pastor Jeff, I was thinking as I was preparing for this podcast about Yellowstone National Park. Yeah, our family actually has someone who is a park ranger. At Yellowstone National Park. I think that would be a pretty cool job. Oh, he thinks it's like the best job ever, for sure. And I know you've traveled the world, but have you ever been out to Yellowstone? I have not. I always have wanted to go. Some of our, our, two of our daughters and their husbands just Mm -hmm. went and they loved it. But I saw pictures where they were way too close to bears. I mean, way too (laughs) close to bears. And I think they felt they were too close to bears also. Well, even if you've never been, we've all heard or seen pictures of Old Faithful, the amazing geyser, or for our UK listeners, geezer. Are you just saying that about me or about... No, No, I'm just trying to... I think that's how it's pronounced. UK listeners, messages, I think we're right in that. You pronounce it geezer, I think. I don't know. Makes well, well, I, they'll let us know. I don't know. Anyways, this amazing geyser that at the rate of every 92 minutes spews steaming hot water hundreds of feet into the air. People have been gawking and ooing and awing at this site for as long as anyone can remember. And the teacher and me can't help but share a little bit of good old American history. You want to hear some more? I love American history. <laughs> so, yeah, tell us about Old Faithful. I want okay. to hear this. So, in the afternoon of September 18, 1870, the members of the Washburn-Langford-Doan expedition traveled through what is now Wyoming. And the first geyser they saw was Old Faithful. Nathaniel P. Langford wrote up an account in Scribner's, Scribner's? 
Yeah. Yeah. Scribner's. It was a very popular magazine yeah. back in the day. Magazine in 1871 and said this, it spouted at regular intervals nine times during our stay. The columns of boiling water being thrown from 90 to 100 and 25 feet at each discharge, which lasted from 15 to 20 minutes. We gave it the name Old Faithful. And since Nate and his companions first saw the geyser, there have been over 1 million recorded eruptions, and it shows no signs of slowing That's down. That's amazing. Its eruptions are so consistent that it's earned the name Old Faithful. You almost said geyser there. I almost did. <laughs> That's a... That's... I love that. That's a great intro to today's topic because when we speak of faithfulness or consistency, stability, uh, the other adjectives, what, constancy, dependability, if you're a Christian, you really can't help but think of God. So let's define God's faithfulness. God's faithfulness means that He will always do what He has said and He will fulfill what He has promised. So he can be relied upon, and he will never, ever prove unfaithful to those who trust what he has said. Faithfulness is an attribute of God's perfect character. Now, we're almost finished walking through, I think there's 12 attributes that we're we're walking through, and next podcast we end uh, with love. So I'm... I'm anxious to see how we're going to fit love into between 18 and 21 minutes, the love of God. <laughs> but let's, let's also maybe we could say it like this. God's faithfulness is his trustworthiness to act or to perform in accordance with his word or in accordance with his promises. So in, in that sense, God does not commit himself to something of which he could eventually prove incapable. Both the Old and the New Testaments have words for faithfulness, and they all hit around the idea of being firm, steadfast, reliable, trustworthy, and the most common word is is the word faithful. And the idea is that because God is true to himself, because God is true in himself, he will be faithful to us. Okay. So you gave us a definition there a moment ago that God's faithfulness means that God will always do what he has said and fulfill what he has promised. Mm -hmm. I think most of us would say, okay, well, I get the fact that God is faithful, but we never really stop and unpack all of that. But that's what we want to do here at Kitchen Table Theology. We want to start thinking and examining our faith to see how God works in and through our lives. So, Pastor Jeff, when it comes to the faithfulness of God, how exactly does that manifest itself? Where do we see it? Well, there's a lot of examples of the faithfulness of God in Scripture, and we see God's faithfulness manifested in different ways. Um, Let's just take God's promises, for instance. Since he is a faithful God, that means he has to be true to his promises, right? Mm. The Bible tells us that he is faithful in preserving his people in times of testing. He's faithful in answering prayer. He's faithful in forgiving sin. Uh, All of those instances, he is faithful. So, Jen, why don't you point us to some of the scriptures that, that talk about this? Sure. So regarding those promises, the writer of Hebrews says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. 
And God preserves his people in times of testing. As Paul writes, God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but will provide a way of escape. That's that the key. Yeah, out of 1 Corinthians, that's the key verse I think we've a lot of us have memorized when it comes to temptation. Mhm. Mhm. And regarding our prayers, you know, David prayed in Psalm 143:1, "Hear my prayer, O Lord, answer me in your faithfulness." So, Pastor Jeff, you said that God is faithful in his forgiveness of sin. The apostle John wrote, "God is faithful to forgive our sins if we confess them." And we learn that in 1 John 1:9. And there's another aspect of God's faithfulness that we don't Often we don't like to think about it, but we might well experience. Uh, the Bible tells us that God sends afflictions in His faithfulness. I mean, we we love the parts of God's faithfulness. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be true to all of my promises. I'm gonna preserve you in a time of testing. God's faithful to answer our prayers, uh, and boy, we we love and we need. Isn't He's faithful to forgive our sins? But you know, there's another aspect that. Boy, I don't, I don't like it, but it's, it's there. God sends afflictions to us in His faithfulness, mm-hmm. which is probably really good for us right now. Uh, in the, you know, mm-hmm. here we are in COVID mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. D- David wrote in Psalm one nineteen seventy five, "In faithfulness you have afflicted me." That that really doesn't fit into the American theological framework. No, it doesn't. Uh, now, David, this is probably meant in the sense of not sending more than we can bear that God's always being there to aid us, and He's working out a greater purpose. And we kind of get that idea because four verses earlier in that same chapter, David said, it was good for me that I was afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. So David says, okay, it, you know, I, I learned more about God through this affliction. So event, you know, ultimately that was a good thing. But how often have you ever tied, or do any of us ever tie in any affliction that we go through to God's faithfulness. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen that much, but it, it is a very much a part of the faithfulness of God as we as we learn in the Bible. For sure. And you know, rooted in that definition of God's faithfulness, we said God will always do what he said and fulfill what he has promised. Pastor Jeff, what are some of your favorite promises of God? Yeah. How do you how do you how do you Too answer many that? To narrow you know? down. Yeah, there, there are so many, but I think one always does spring to my mind, and I'm not really sure how much of it I understood at the time. I was, I was around 16, maybe going on 17 years old, and I was sensing God's call in my life to full-time ministry, and I really didn't even know what that meant. Um, but I, I had, you know, <laughs> I look back, I had never spoken publicly, uh, you know, in 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 front of a of a group of people I mean, I remember when I was a little kid doing it in church and we had the church I grew up in had 30 people in it on a 40 <laughs> on a phenomenal Sunday and I remember one Sunday night around Christmas time there was a line of us kids and there couldn't have been more than four or five of us you know and and 25 people sitting out there and I just take one step forward and say my verse you know <laughs> <laughs> I mean I passed the mic down. Out. There was no mic. <laughs> oh, oh no, just there was no forward. mic. We didn't have any implication at little church at all. We didn't. We didn't need it. Um, but I was scared out of my mind, and all of a sudden, now I'm, you know, in my later teen years, I was probably a junior in high school, um, and I just, 
since God calling me to full-time ministry. And that's when one of God's promises kind of came riding in hmm. to my life. And I don't remember how, but I was reading in the book of Jeremiah. I don't know. Well, I shouldn't say I was reading. I don't know if somebody gave me the verse. I just saw it somewhere, but there it was. And it, it was in, it's in Jeremiah 1, and it's the verses God used to kind of call Jeremiah into ministry. Mm-hmm. And he says this. He says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. That also is a really key verse for the life of an unborn child. Mm-hmm. God knew Jeremiah even before he was in his mother's mm-hmm. womb. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Oh, sovereign Lord, Jeremiah said, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. So, you know, me at 16 or 17, that really resonated. <laughs> and then here comes the promise when the Lord replied, God said, don't say I'm too young for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people, for I will be with you and will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. And then the Lord reached out and touched my mouth. And I have always found comfort and some solace from um, Joshua 1.9 also. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty popular verse. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. That's been a good reminder when I have been... I remember quoting that to myself one time. I was in a taxi in India by myself, and this guy takes, I don't know where I am. I've never been in the city in my life, you know, this one particular time. And this guy starts taking all these back alleyways, and I thought to myself, you know what? He could be driving me down here, have a group of guys waiting, rob me, kill me. No one on planet Earth knows where I am. This was before (laughs) cell phones. And that verse... The Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, good. Lovely mm-hmm. promise. And in Hebrews 13, 5, God says, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So those those promises have been pretty meaningful to me. What about you, Jen? Mm-hmm. Any any favorite special promises of God that mean Yeah, uh, I think, you know, you? as you brought up, you know, in the midst of what has been a very uncertain year here in 2020, just that reminder of I've been drawn to to anything that talks about God's provision and his ability to just come around us and remind us that, Mm. you know, don't, my mercies are new every day (laughs) and that we don't know what the next day is going to hold. And then I've also just been reminded that whole promise of draw near to me and Mm. I will draw Mm -hmm. near to you. Those times that I feel like well, I really didn't feel God today. <laughs> is is that on him? Yeah. No, that's not on him. Right. That's, you know, in my need to. That's great. And I think a lot of the promises of God, they they do call us, they pull us mm-hmm. to to have an action on our part as well. So, And we're talking about all of that again just because he he is because he's faithful. He's he's faithful to fulfill his promises. Um Sometimes I think we forget that part about God's faithfulness. Mm. I think we tend to think of God's faithfulness as He's always there. You know, He's kind of, He's like Old Faithful. Mm. You you know, there's there's a regularity, there's a consistency, a constancy, uh, just a general faithfulness that when when I need to call on Him, He's going to be there. Mm-hmm. But His faithfulness, as defined in Scripture, goes beyond that because. Equal to that is the fact that God fulfills his promises, and there are hundreds and hundreds of promises in the Scripture. And I know, Jen, that both of us, and hopefully hopefully you as well, kitchen table theologian, you we're all thankful 
for another wonderful promise. And I'll close with this today. God will hear us when we pray, and he will save us when we trust in his son, Jesus Christ. Romans 10, 13, here's a promise. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I think we all would probably say that's one of the you know that that's the greatest promise. He he keeps his promises. He saves us from eternal death. We have eternal life in Christ all because God is faithful. Mm-hmm. And that's a reminder that we have to carry with us as we take steps into what is unknown about our exactly. our tomorrow and the next day yep. and the next day. Well, we sure have enjoyed this time with you guys today. We invite you to share with us a favorite promise from God that you have in this coming week. Could be something that happened years ago or something that happened yesterday. We'll put up something on Pastor Jeff's Instagram story this week and you can share it there. If you haven't subscribed to Kitchen Table Theology yet, go ahead and head on over to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you're listening from and hit subscribe. Every week, we place additional resources online for your study and personal growth in God's Word. Subscribing makes sure that you won't miss a thing. And I don't want to get off and end this podcast without, on our 25th podcast, without thanking our sound engineer, Pat Nichols, who's here. Talk about faithful. He's been here for all 25 of them. He sits through this. He has a blooper reel that he could really <laughs> Very get us in easily. trouble with. <laughs> yeah. All the mistakes that we made, and he makes it sound great. And uh, so, Pat, thank you. We appreciate thank you, man. Thank you, Patrick. Is he going to get a gift or a prize? There's a, he's getting a gift. He is. Yes. He doesn't even have to enter his name or his email address. He's and it's no longer a surprise. Oh, <laughs> Surprise! Surprise, it's coming. (laughs) Well, hey, as a quick reminder, today's podcast has been brought to you by Pastor Jeff's new book, Your Greatest Adventure. You can purchase it from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and even Walmart.com. You can learn more about Your Greatest Adventure at jeffcranston.com. As we wrap up today's podcast, let's all remember that the real power of theology is not only knowing it, but applying it. Thanks, as always, for listening. We hope that our time together today has helped you become a better kitchen table theologian. Our next podcast will be just a brief one, you know, on the love of God. Oh, yeah, Yeah. we'll knock that right out. (laughs) We hope that you'll join us. You certainly won't want to miss it. See you next time right here on Kitchen Table Theology. And thank you for listening and hanging in there with us for 25 episodes. So here's to another 25. God bless. You've been listening to the Kitchen Table Theology Podcast with Jen Denton and Pastor Jeff Cranston. Join us next time for more insights into biblical truth. If you'd like to know more on today's topic, you can check out the show notes at jeffcranston.com. You can also email us at pastorjeff at lowcountrycc.org. If you're enjoying this podcast, would you consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes? We deeply appreciate your help in getting the word out. And be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or in your favorite podcasting app to continue this journey with us as we learn about and apply God's word to our lives. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time here at Kitchen Table Theology.